Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to the Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show with True Star, brought to you by Start Thinking Forward, Inc. Real believers, real people, real situations. The Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show with True Star is a show for men and women of all ages, for people that are searching for more out of life, solutions to their problems, and to develop a personal relationship with the creator himself, God. This show is designed for you to grow in your spiritual life with prayer and empowering you with inspirational messages. And we must not forget praise and worship. We will motivate you through personal testimony and guest appearances from different ministries around the world. If you would like to contact Casabla Ogletree or reach out to our ministries, we can be reached by email at evangelistcasabla.com. Dot Ogletree at yahoo.com. That's evangelistcasabla.ogletree at yahoo.com. This powerful, phenomenal woman of God needs no special introduction. World-class evangelist, author, and poet, today is your day to begin a new walk with Christ and yourself. Welcome to the Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show. Lord, everybody, welcome to Inspirational Spotlight with True Star. I'm your host on tonight. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers around the world. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you as humble as I could be, God, to give your name the glory that I'm going to praise that you deserve on tonight, God. God, we come with our hands lifted up and our mouth filled with praise. Just exalt your name on high, God, because you are alone or worthy, God. God, we thank you for being who you are in our life on tonight. God, we ask you to have your way with this radio show on tonight, God. God, we ask you to look over the speaker on tonight, give her what to say even now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you even now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Welcome to Inspirational Spotlight with True Star. This is a radio show for real believers, real people, and real situations. We deal with, we will, we will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you, and lift you up throughout your many trials and tribulations that you're going through. Today is, today is Mother's Day, so I will do 
a Mother's Day tribute poem to all the mothers. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And the poem is entitled, Happy Mother's Day. A mother's love is forever strong, never changing for all time. And when her children need her the most, a mother's love will shine. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. On tonight, we have a very powerful and super fantastic powerhouse speaker, Minister Teresa Waters Dunson, on tonight. And the topic is, you know my name, but never heard my story. And basically, it's simply saying, you know my name, but you never heard my story. On May twenty uh, on May two thousand and three, eighth grade year, there was a little girl that was going through many trials and tribulations. She was dealing with the death of her father, and she was going through many storms in her life because she felt if she can only just bring that one person back, and felt she would feel completed in her life. But she began to lose her appetite, lose focus in school, lose hope. She stopped doing everything that she normally do because she had lost hope because that one person was gone. And when she understood that we're not here for a long period of time, everybody has to go. That's when reality hit her. And... On tonight, I am talking about myself. I was that young girl that was in elementary, that was in middle school, going through a tragedy death of my father. And I am very grateful to say that I have got over that death and willing to talk about it now. So at this at this time at this time, we're going to take a find a brief break but before we go we will before we go we're going to take a brief break with the inspirational song Hallelujah by Sandra Wilson Hallelujah. 
Welcome back from the break. If you're just tuning in, we have a fireball, phenomenal, inspirational speaker on tonight, and that is no other than Minister Teresa Water Duncan. Teresa Water Duncan 
is an ordained elder in AME Church. She's formally accepted her call to preach in 2004 at Turner Chapel AME Church in Marietta, Georgia, where she has been a member for 13 years. She is a servant leader in God's kingdom. She is currently a young adult ministry leader serving on the women ministry prayer team and facilitate a rotational morning devotional and prayer call and the assistant coordinator of Atlanta North Georgia Conference Women Ministry with warm wealth with warm hum with her warm, humble and generous spirit, Reverend Donson ministry expanded beyond the four walls of her local church as she has ministered to inmates at the Cobb County Work Relief Center. Served on the board of directors of Welfare S. Parker's ministry, a ministry designed to meet the emotional, physical, and spiritual needs of individuals and community preparing couples for marriage in her, in her Tell It Like It Is pre-made educational series and the and has volunteered at Boys and Girl Club, fulfilling her call to lead people to their God-given destiny. A true worshiper, spirit-filled prayer warrior, interceder, Reverend Donson can be found offering comfort, encouragement, and strength through prayer. Reverend Donson has a passion for the hurt and forgotten people, especially women. God has anointed her to bring women out of bondage into the into their divine destiny, sharing her story of being lost by transformation power of an almighty God. Reverend Dunson has her husband birth, divine destiny and purpose ministry, a ministry to empower people to become unstuck, unchanged, unlocked, unleashed by their past in order to fulfill their life purpose. Reverend Dunson is a true friend to many who Seek her encouragement and spiritual guidance daily. Reverend Dunson surround herself to the Holy Spirit that God can use her to impact and transform lives. Reverend Dunson is a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and alumni of Temple University, where she received her BS degree in criminal justice. She is also a alumni of ITC where she received her ministry, her Masters in Divinity. Reverend Dunson is Reverend Dunson Life is a true testimony to Reverend Dunson Life is a true testimony of God. And she's boldly performing how God turned her mess into miracles and her trials into a testimony. Reverend Dunson truly believes in her call and give God all the glory. When she hears the voice of the Lord, whom shall I send and who shall go? Reverend Dunson say, here I am, send me. At this time, we now have 
Reverend Teresa Water Dunson on the line. Are you there? I am on the line. Welcome to the Inspirational Spotlight with True Star. I count it a double pleasure and honor to have you on the line on tonight. It is an honor and it is a privilege, and I am humbled to um, have an opportunity to uh, share uh, with you on tonight and to just tell of the goodness of the Lord and share uh, part of my life story. So, well, tell um, us a little about well, tell us a little about yourself. We heard the bio, but we want to hear from Minister Dunson herself just a little bit more about yourself. Then we'll go deep into the interview. Okay. Um, well, just to tell you a little bit about me, um, I am a, a servant. I'm a willing servant. Um, one who. Uh, I've truly surrendered myself unto the Lord um, just based on my life, based on my story. Um, I have been a a prayer warrior, as you've spoken, since about the age of 10 is when um, the ministry of prayer uh, was birthed in me, and I've been praying and trusting and believing in the Lord ever since. Um, I do have two children. I'm married, and I'm just sold out to God and am willing uh, to allow God to use me in any way that God chooses because I know that my life experiences, although they may be painful, I have been able to overcome them, but I know that there is someone else who needs to know that they are not alone and that if God brought me out, that God can bring them out too. Amen, and that's so true. Our topic for tonight, you know my name, but never heard my story. And just like you said, we know that you have a story on tonight. So we're going to go ahead and get into this interview. I have a few questions. What major projects are you currently working on, and where can everyone purchase your product at? Um, Well, currently... I would say the most recent project that um, my husband and I, and I are working on, um, it's a finished product as I'm speaking. Um, we do have a prayer CD um, entitled Seven Prayers to Heal Your Soul, um, and the CD will be available uh, this upcoming week. Um, it's been a, a project that we've been working on for a couple years now, and um, God said it's time uh, for this baby to be birthed. So this prayer CD is um, will be available for $10 um, beginning this week. And um, right now, persons who are connected with me on social media can reach out to me in that avenue at Divine Destiny and Purpose Ministries on Facebook, and um, we will have some other avenues where the product will be available um, in the future. Amen. My next question for you is, what made you want to go into ministry? Uh, I I would say that I never saw myself in ministry. Um, I never saw myself having a, a call to ministry on my life. Um, and it wasn't until my family and I relocated to Georgia in 2001 that 
God began to reveal that there was a call on my life. And uh, once again, going back to prayer, um, when we moved to Georgia, I joined or we joined Turner Chapel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Marietta, Georgia, and um, I joined the choir there. And after being a member of the choir for about a year, um, our choir directors began asking me to pray. And it was out of that, speaking in public was something that I would never do. Praying in public was something that I would never do, that I feared doing. But as God began to have me to pray in public um, to get me, I guess, out of my comfort zone is when God, as time went on, began to reveal to me that there was a call on my life, and I yielded to that call um, without hesitation um, because I know that if God was speaking it, that it is something of urgency, that it was something that I could not opt out of doing. Amen. My next question for you, basically go back to the question I just asked, is basically saying, when did you first receive the calling on your life as a young child, and how did it affect you with your friends? Um, well, I'm going to say this. I, wouldn't, I, I was not aware that there was a call in my life as a child. But in my youth, I always knew and always felt that there was something different about me. Um, I never quite fit in. I always tried to fit in uh, with different groups and with different people, but I never really quite fit in. Um, But I was always the one that people would come to for advice, um, for suggestions, for whatever reason. I I now understand, but at that time I did not understand that there was a call and that God was even using me in my youth without me having the full knowledge and understanding of it so that others were able to see that there was something in me, that there was something different, um, that they would come to me for advice, even though my life wasn't perfect, some challenges, but there was something that they saw in me that they wanted to get information and help and guidance and assistance, and I've been doing that, I guess, ever since. Amen. My next question for you, if anybody desires to come to your church, how can they locate your church, like place with details, the address? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not a pastor. Um, I'm an associate minister at Turner Chapel AME Church. Um, My pastor is the Reverend Dr. Kenneth Marcus. He's our senior pastor, and my co-pastor is Reverend Cassandra Marcus. Um, Our church is located in Marietta, Georgia, and our services are 9.30 a.m. on every Sunday morning. Amen. As you know, I will top it on tonight. You know my story, but never heard. But never, you know my name, but never heard my story. And as we talked in our many private conversations, you have told me about your story. So my question, my next question is, how do you cope the loss of your mother 
from the previous until now. How how can you okay, how, how do I cope you? with the loss of my mother? Um yes. I wanna share that what I've just experienced here in, in two thousand and fifteen, um, in terms of not only losing my mother, but also losing my father in February of this year of two thousand and fifteen. Um, I would not wish this on my worst enemy. Um, and it, it, it's something that, that happened. Um, my father passed away suddenly. Uh, my mother was ill. And um, we were praying and, and, and believing God for her healing, but, but God healed her in the heavenly home and, instead of healing her here on earth. But how I am surviving and how I will continue to survive is to continue to trust God, to continue to stand on the word of God, that God tells us that I will never leave you and neither will I forsake you. God also tells us that that God won't put more on us than than we can bear. So in, in trusting God and knowing God and believing God and having experienced God, that is what is keeping me and keeping me sane and keeping me whole and keeping me standing uh, firm on my faith. Amen. And truly, I can personally relate to your story. As you heard in the beginning, I lost my father. So, And I have to continue to stand and trust on God because I know that God will never leave me, nor will he forsake me. And so my next Amen. question for you is, if you can encourage anyone on this Mother's Day on this Mother's Day, with the encouraging word that's going through bereavement, what would you enlighten their hearts with to let them know that everything will be better? Well, I would have to share um, that that God is one who supplies us with all of our needs according to God's riches and glory. Um, before the passing of my parents, there was a visitation that my husband and I experienced as we were sleeping um, one night that Saturday on Valentine's Day. And, and the Holy Spirit consumed us in the room and overshadowed us. And little did we know is that the Holy Spirit was pouring into us everything that we would need to sustain us and to keep us for what we were about to experience. So that was on Saturday um, Valentine's Day, and then on Monday is when my father was found dead at home. Um, and then on that Saturday, uh, my mother passed away. And what I would say and encourage anyone who is experiencing what I would say is a storm, because I'm still in the storm, um, but and, and there are others who are in a storm, I would encourage uh, them to know that God will keep you and keep us in the storm, um, and even when we're going through the fire, that God will sustain us in the fire, and that when we come out of the fire, that we will come out unharmed, and, and there will not be any evidence that we were ever in a fire, and that people will be amazed, and people won't understand, and people will be questioning, how did you make it through the fire? How is it that you don't look like, you know, what you've been through. And I would say that it is because God will supply us with everything that we need without us even knowing. And the only reason that I can, can stand and can talk and can 
speak now and, and not be crazy and not be in the crazy house is because on that night of Valentine's, the Holy Spirit poured into us grace and mercy and sustenance and and his and the power of the Holy Spirit, everything that we would need to keep us in our right mind and to keep us standing on our faith is what God did before we even knew that we needed it. So anyone else who was going through the storm, anyone else who was in a fire, that God did it for me and, and God will do it for you and you will come out unharmed and unsinged and there won't be any evidence that you were in the fire. Amen. Just like Daniel when he was in the lion's den. Yes. And just like Daniel when he was in the lion's den, everybody wanted him to die, but God saw fit and reversed it. So that is a very great example. My next question for you is, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years in ministry? Um... In the next 10 years, I see myself in ministry. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and say that last year, in 2014, that the prophecies that have been prophesied and spoken over my life and my ministry have started to come into fruition. Um, I had my first television interview on AIB TV. Um, I was participating in workshops and seminars and had a lot of preaching engagement. And then the fire, the storm came. Um, and I believe that God had that conversation like he had about Job, you know, with the adversary or with the enemy to say, have you considered my servant woman? Um, and here we are in 2015 after the loss of my parents. Um, my the ministry that I believe God has called me to for such a time as this is one of international evangelism, is going internationally um, and preaching and teaching and building for the kingdom, uh, speaking life into people, um, helping people to, um, as you've indicated in my bio, to become unchained. Um, unleashed um, to become whole and to be able to live their God-given purpose and to reach their divine destiny uh, because our experiences are not meant to kill us and they are not meant to destroy us, but God will use all of it if we are willing to help us, to use us to help others to come out just as he's brought us out. So I would say that is um, what God is calling me to do, and that's where I see um, our ministry, Divine Destiny and Purpose, um, being used internationally. Amen. My next question is, what makes you different from any other minister or reverend across the United States? Hmm. To that, I would say that each of us are unique. I would say that there are people, there are persons that are assigned to me that can only come out of bondage because they will hear my voice. 
because they will hear my testimony, because they will hear my story. So I am confident or I have reached a level of confidence in uh, trusting and believing and knowing that, you know, I am unique um, in that specific area because I believe that God has called each of us as individuals that we are not to be uh, copycats in ministry um, and that we are to be confident and and to walk in our own individual authority um, that God has given us even before God you know, formed us in our mother's womb that there was already a call and there was a purpose and there was a plan uh, for our life and that if we would only yield to the things of God and to what God has called us to do, that we can walk in our own uniqueness and in our own boldness and in our own authority um, and knowing that what God has called us to do that no one else can do, that even if there's another ministry or another minister who is called to the exact same ministry as you or as I am, that there are persons that are specifically assigned to me that no one else can reach, no one else can help to bring out a bondage because they are assigned to me and to the ministry that my husband and I have been called to. Amen. At this time, if anybody desires to talk with Minister Teresa Water Duncan, please hit one so that we can know that you're in queue. If anybody desires to talk to this powerful woman of God, please hit one and we will know that you're in queue. Mr. Duncan, I'm truly enjoying the interview with you, and I truly hope that you're enjoying the show. Yes, it is. It, it is an honor. Um, I could I could speak and continue to speak. Uh, so you have to keep me on track um, <laughs> because I, I love to talk. I love to encourage. Um, that is just you know who God has called me to be. And and once I have been able to accept who I am in God, um, I can just continue to speak. And and you had like I said, you had to tell me to be quiet. Well, my next question for you is when did you know your purpose in ministry as far as the young adult ministry? Another part of um, of my story, which I, I, I won't go into detail about, but um, in my... Uh, teenage years, I was a victim of dating violence, as it's called, or intimate partner violence, as it's called today. Um, had no idea, you know, what it was, but at that time, as I do now, but I was in an abusive relationship at the age of 16, and um, I was in that relationship for about two years, um, and even though I, I, I thought that that there was some love there um, because in the midst of the abuse, there was apologies and I was getting the materialistic um, gain um, even, you know, in the midst of, of being um, beaten, uh, being, you know, called out of my name, uh, my self-esteem being attacked. Um, I was still, as I stated, I was, as I thought at that time, I was experiencing some material gain. Um, but 
It was a lonely experience. It was an embarrassing experience. It was an experience of shame such that I couldn't tell anyone, uh, not even my parents. Um, So that was a lonely place, a place uh, where I was broken, a place uh, that sent me into a semi-place of depression to the point where I just wanted the pain to go away. And unbeknownst to me, in college, in my freshman year, I just took some pills, um, wanting the pain to go away. But as I reflect back on it, that was an attempt uh, to take my life, which I wasn't intending to take my life. I was just intending to uh, take the pain away. But that was another plan of the enemy, that the enemy knew the call on my life. And going back to answer your question is, That is, when I reflect on my life experiences and everything that I've been through as a young, as a teenager from the age of 16 to the age of 18, um, the lonely experience that I had, I know that there are some of our young people, um, our young women, even our young men that have some experiences that are shameful, that are experiences of embarrassment, the world that we live in today is so much different than, you know, when I was a teenager. So God um, has shown me that my experiences, I need to share them with our young people. I need to encourage them. Um, I have two young adults in my household now. Um, So I I know what they're going through, through the lives of my own children. Um, And that is how I came to understand and to accept that uh, God has called me to um, be a mentor, a spiritual advisor, spiritual leader, teacher to um, young adults. Amen. And I truly agree there's many of young adults going through many of situations and truly thank God for you reaching out to them and being able to help them when they're down and out. So at this time, if there is anybody in queue that desires to ask a question to Minister Teresa Water Dunches, hit one and we will know that you're in queue. So at this time, I enjoyed the interview with you. Well, we have a caller in queue. Caller, you are on the line. Hi. I'd like to know if Reverend Dunstan has any resources available um, to a young person that might be going through a domestic abuse situation. Say that okay. I, I I didn't hear that question. Can we get that question again? Sure. I'd like to know if you have any resources available for a young person that might be in a situation of domestic abuse. Uh, yes, there are some resources um, available out there, and I can I can pull that information um, and and make it available um, before we end the show. I can get you that the website. I can get you the phone number uh, to an organization um, that is specializing in um, the intimate partner violence. 
caller, you are on the line. Welcome to the inspirational spotlight with our and featured guest, Minister Teresa Water Duncan. What is your question? Hello, everyone. I have well, sorry, I have a question. It's kind of two questions, but the first part of it is, how do I get over my pastor? Did we lose the caller? Was the question how can I get over my past? How can she get over her past hurt? Your past hurt. Um, I'm going to tell you what what helped me because what will happen is we will find ourselves uh, dwelling on our past. Um, We will find ourselves, you know, being stuck in our past, um, finding ourselves unworthy. And that's a place that I'm so familiar with is that I would find myself rehearsing um, and revisiting and replaying everything that happened to me in my past. And it wasn't until I realized and I I had to come to an understanding that I am not my experiences. I am not my past. While I have to accept what has happened to me, my experiences, that my experiences are not meant to destroy me. That gave me power over experiences because if I'm if I'm considering myself to be a victim, if I'm considering myself to be poor me, this is did to me, how he treated me, what he said to me, I'm not worthy, then I continue to give away my power to other people or to the person or persons that harm me. But when I say, when I was able to accept the fact that, yes, this did happen to me, but I'm still alive. Yes, he treated me this way, but I'm still standing. Yes, he said all these things to me that no one would ever love me, that I would be the only man that would want me. When I began to accept the fact that I have control, that I can determine what I do with those experiences, I was going to take those experiences and share them. Because when we live in silence, when we live in denial, when we live in blame, or when I was living in those places, I found myself in a place, like I said, being a victim instead of being victorious and being one of victory. But when I took authority over all of my situations and and admitted and accepted everything that happened to me happened, but then I had the power to use and to control and to tell my story to help someone else, that is when I was able to be released from the bondage of my past. And even reading um, stories, in, 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 in the biblical text um, that were similar to mine, not, a, not per se abuse, but situations where people were in bondage, where people were being taken advantage of, where people were being told negative things. When we can see ourselves in the stories in the Bible and how God was faithful in bringing those persons out, and making those persons become whole and sustaining those persons in terms of being sane and and having their right mind and then restoring them, 
I knew that God could do that for me too, and that is how I was able to walk and become a whole person. And it, it is a process, and it takes time, and it's not something that happens overnight. But also seeking some counsel, whether it be spiritual counsel or whether it be um, going uh, to a counselor, someone that you can release your pain and your hurts to so that you can get that out in the atmosphere, um, that was healthy as well because in our community, the African-American community, we think that when we go and talk to someone, a therapist, that we have to, that we're crazy or that we're weak. But it, it's a, it's a, an avenue that God has given us. Um, people are gifted that God has given them the ability to walk us through our pain so that we can become a whole person and then walk into our life purpose and destiny. I hope that um, helped you, Brianna, on tonight. We have another caller in queue. Caller, you are on the line. Welcome to the Inspirational Spotlight with Star. And our featured guest tonight, Minister Teresa Water-Duncan. Yes, I'm calling from Mableton, Georgia. I was wondering, as a parent of two daughters, how would one would one um, sign to look for when their daughter may be going through that? Oh, as far as um, the intimate partner violence. Yes. Uh, some of the some of the signs um, would be um, isolation. Um, uh, some of the things that I did, I, I kind of stayed to myself. Um, I, you know, the, the the one situation that I experienced where um, the, the young man even gave me a black eye, I lied to my parents, and I was back in Philadelphia, this was years ago, and I lied and, and told my parents that I got jumped um, by a group of girls, by a gang, um, instead of admitting, you know, what had happened because I knew that my father would have gone to jail. Um, but some of, as I stated, being um, isolating oneself, um, and depending on a lot of times the bruises aren't visible or they, a person who's an abuser will cause the physical um, signs in places that can be covered up. So if, if the person, um, if she starts dressing differently, um, starts speaking about herself differently in terms of her, her confidence in herself, um, it can also spill over into the classroom, you know, not doing well in school um, anymore. So those are three um, signs and signals that someone could possibly um, being in an abusive relationship, what an abuser does is like to keep a person isolated as well. So the young man that I was dating wanted to consume all of my time, didn't want me to be with anyone else, my friends, my girlfriends. So that allowed him to control my mind and my thoughts that I wouldn't be influenced by anyone else. So that's really unhealthy as well. Um, so separating herself, you know, from her friends that she used to be with, um, separating herself even, you know, from family as well. 
So I hope that answers your question. At this time, if there's not any more callers, we're going to take a brief break, and we're going to give you an inspirational song, I'm Still Holding On, by Luther Burns. And when we come back, we will have an inspirational message by the one and only powerhouse minister, Teresa Water Duncan. So what I'd like to say... Um, to every caller that is on the line is that you need to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you embrace the fact that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, no circumstance or situation uh, that you have ever experienced or shall experience will be able to control you or will be able to consume you or will be able to hinder you from walking in your life's purpose. Because when you're fearfully and when you're wonderfully made, that means that you have everything that you need. It means that everything that is imperfect about you is perfect. It means that anything that is out of place, it means that the skin, your the color of your skin, your your weight, your height, your size, that everything about you is wonderful that you are created in the image and the likeness of God. And it means that you can do and be all that God purposed and planned for you to be because you embrace and accept the fact that, yes, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And when we're fearfully and wonderfully made, it means that everything that God purposed and planned for our life, we can accomplish because we have all the tools, we have all the resources, we have all the knowledge, we have everything that we need to become and to walk in our divine destiny and purpose. And what the enemy would try to do to us is the enemy would try to trick us up, the enemy would try to keep us stuck in a place of being a victim, the enemy would try to stop us from believing who we are and whose we are, that we are, in fact, fearfully and wonderfully made, because the enemy will continue to replay uh, the events of the past, the, the stories that we have to tell. But you have to know and we have to know that everybody has a story to tell. But our story is not meant, as I stated earlier, our story is not meant to break us or to tear us down or to keep us broken or even if we become, uh, even if we become broken, that that God is powerful enough and strong enough to, to to put us back together again if we are willing and if we would give all of our stuff to God. It, it means giving God all of our pain, giving God all of our hurts, all of our fears, all of our doubts, all of our guilt, all of our shame, that if we would go and lay all of that stuff before the one that we call God or the one that is all powerful in our individual lives, if we would release and lay that stuff down, that we will begin to unfold the beauty that is within us. The fact that my gift is not your gift doesn't negate that you are powerful and I am powerful in my own right. You have to 
trust and believe in, in what you have to offer the world. There is somebody in this world that is waiting for you as they were waiting for me to come up and to come out of that place of being paralyzed and that place of being stuck and that place of being broken, that someone is waiting for you to get it together, to to put all that stuff on the side, to go and get your therapy, your counseling, whatever you need to do to become a whole person, that somebody else can't come out of their place of being stuck and broken and in bondage because you haven't done the work that you need to do so that you can speak into their life. Because as I said earlier, that there are people that are assigned to us individually, and they can only hear your voice. They can only hear my voice if they are assigned to you or they are assigned to me. So we have to be willing to put in the work and to believe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and it is yet to appear what God has in store for us and for you, but you've got to put the work in because you have a purpose. You have a divine destiny. There is a life, there's a God-ordained purpose that was spoken into you that, that even before you were formed in your mother's womb, before your mother and your father met, before the, the sperm reached the egg that God had already called your name and God had already finished your assignment, that God had already said that this is her purpose or his purpose and the plan that I have for his life. And there are going to be some situations of where you're going to walk through the fire and you're going to walk in the storm, but trust and believe that God is with you in the midst of it all and that you shall be what God has purpose and plan for your life if you would only yield and if you would only surrender and put the work in to become what God has ordained your life to be. Amen. Beautiful, inspirational word for anybody that's going through. You have motivated, empowered on tonight, and we count it a blessing to have you. So at this time, we're going to go to a brief break with a spiritual uplifting song, I'm Still Holding On by Luther Barnes, and we'll be right back.
Welcome, welcome back to the inspirational spotlight with star and guest feature, Minister Teresa Water Dunson. If you're just tuning in, you have we have got an in-depth information from empowerment to motivation to encouragement from Minister Dunson. So at this time, I truly thank you for being on the show on tonight. If there's any more callers, please press one to get in queue. Well, at this time, I will now do Feature Church of the Month, and I just want well, at this time, we have one more caller. Caller, you are now on the air. Caller, you are now on the air. Um, truly, I count it as a blessing and honor to have you on the call. So my next question for you is, as you stated that you went through many of abusive relationships and many of things in your past. So basically my question is from your past until now, how have you grown spiritually so that you can actually speak to another individual or your past relationships? Um, I have grown uh, spiritually, I would say, from the perspective of knowing who I am, uh, knowing whose I am, and um, loving, having self-love. I think that based on some life experiences in my past um, is the reason why I was able to be victimized. Um, sometimes we don't know that we have some some needs or some voids that are in our life, and people enter our lives, and some people are entering our lives, and they're looking to cause us harm, and they are able to cause us harm sometimes um, based upon the fact that we're they're filling a void or a need that we aren't aware that we lack. Um, so from that perspective of being able to accept all of me, um, being able to accept my imperfections, my weaknesses, and my mistakes, um, and knowing that um, that God was with me all the time, um, and God is the one that sustained me and was able to allow me to come out of it, that, you know, God rescued me. Um, and now I'm able to, un- I'm unashamed of my past. There was a time when I was ashamed and I, I I couldn't tell anybody about what was done to me or what happened to me because I was ashamed. Um, and that that left me in a place of still allowing that person to, to have power over me because I was too ashamed to tell my story when my sister over here was going through the same thing and feeling like she's alone because I'm refusing to tell my story because I'm still ashamed and stuck in that place of brokenness. Um, So now I know that I don't even have a choice in the matter. I don't have a say in the matter that my testimony has to be told um, to someone else. But also there is a 
a level of discernment that has to be used in telling my story. I just don't go anywhere and tell my story. I go where God sends me or to the person that God has assigned me to um, to share my story. But I wanted to share a couple of resources for um, domestic violence. And the first one is um, the Partnership Against Domestic Violence. And the website is P as in Paul, A as in Apple, D as in David, P-A-D-Z. Uh, dot org. That's P- Partnership Against Domestic Violence. And then there's the Georgia uh, Commission Against Domestic Violence, and that's G as in Georgia, uh, Coalition, I'm sorry, Coalition Against Domestic Violence. So that's GCADD.org. So those are two organizations that specialize in um, intimate partner violence, domestic violence. The Partnership Against Domestic Violence um, focuses on um, teenage um, dating violence. Amen. Thank you for sharing that information so that so that the callers can actually take heed to the information. My next question for you is: As a young child, being in domestic violence relationships, how do it affect your life now? Um, how does it affect my life now? Um, I am I'm happy to say that I, ha- as I stated, I have been free from that, the past. Um, I am walking unashamedly in my purpose and in my call. Um, I am using my experience to to help others. I'm using my experience with my own daughter. I shared it with both my son and both my daughter. Um so that my daughter can be aware of the symptoms, of the signals of a, an abusive person, um, because if we don't educate, then we will find that our children will repeat the same mistakes or will find themselves in the same situations that we were in. And then I also I share my story with other young adults, um, with other women as well, um, through conferences and through seminars. So today I will say that what happened to me from the age of 16 to age 18 is now being used as a tool of empowerment to others versus as something that helped me in bondage and made me powerless. And that is where I am um, today. Amen. My last and final question for you before we close out is how would you empower another young girl that actually been victimized and constantly going through the same thing and do not see that result and she's scared to come out of that same situation? I would say that you have to find You have to find someone that you can share your story with. You have to be able to find someone that you trust, uh, whether it be your mother, uh, whether it be another, uh, you know, a woman in the family or, or an adult, someone that you can trust, a safe space that you can go to and share um, what you're going through with. A lot of times we, if we share our story as a young person, we're sharing it with another young person who can't help us because they don't have the ability to help us. 
So we have to find that person um, that we can trust and share and, and so that they can help us to come out of it. Um, it wasn't until I was able to be transparent, as I said, with um, another adult, and I was I went out and I sought, you know, some counseling, um, and that is how I was able to overcome. You have to be strategic about it. It, 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 it. Every situation is different because there are some situations of abuse where it is, you know, it can be dangerous, more dangerous, you know, to leave, um, which is what these organizations are for, that they can help you Um Call if you don't want to tell anyone in your family, if you don't want to tell anyone, um, a friend, make use of the hotlines that are associated with the websites um, that I that I um, provided with the Partnership Against Domestic Violence and the Georgia Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Call the hotline. They know how to handle these situations and they can coach you through it. They can tell you what to do. They can tell you how to come out of it um, safely. They can give you some resources and tools that you can use to support you um, throughout that process. But the, the worst thing to do is to stay in it alone. You, you, you have to have someone, um, and as, as I stated, if you can't, if you don't feel comfortable telling another adult in your family, take advantage of these organizations that specialize in it, and they are trained professionals that can help walk you through your the process of you know of walking away from it and getting out of it. Amen. At this time, I will now turn this part over to our guest for our. Or last final words on how you can keep in contact with her and also anything that she's promoting, feel free to give the information at this time. And I would like for you to close out with prayer, if you don't mind, once okay. you get all your information. Um, you can find me on social media at on Facebook it's Divine Destiny and Purpose Ministries. That's Divine Destiny and Purpose Ministries on Facebook. And then on Twitter is at Diaz and David, Diaz and David P uh, Ministries. So that's at DDP Ministries on Twitter. Uh, we will soon be releasing within the next thirty days our website um which will be ddpministries.org. Um, um, so we will we'll promote that information on our Facebook um, and our Twitter page once it becomes available. And as indicated at the beginning of the call, we do have a, an awesome uh, prayer CD uh, that is coming out uh, this week. It will be available for purchase for $10.00. Uh, there are seven different prayers on there. There's a prayer for women, prayer for men, prayer for healing, prayer for restoration. Um, and we believe that uh, God is going to use this prayer CD to, to bring healing and to bring restoration to persons that are in need. And um, feel free to reach out to me. You can inbox me um, if you'd like to. 
um, to ask me any questions um, or if you, you know, would like me to, I'm open for other speaking engagements as well. Um, So feel free to reach out to me on social media. And with that being said, let um, let us pray. Gracious God, we come before you tonight, oh God. God, we come thanking you for yet another day, oh God. God, we come thanking you for an opportunity, oh God, just to hear a word of encouragement, oh God. Oh God, I thank you for the opportunity to share my story, uh, uh, bits and pieces of my story, oh God. Uh, I thank you for an opportunity to speak life and to speak hope, oh God, into the lives of, of your people, oh God, because God, I know that someone else is in a situation, oh God, and they just don't know how they're going to get out, oh God. They have lost all hope, oh God, that they are hopeless, oh God. But God, I hope that a word spoken on tonight, a word of encouragement, oh God, has in, has touched their hearts and has touched their minds, oh God, that they might seek you, that they might seek a, a, a place of rescue, oh God, a place of release and restoration, oh God, that, God, that they be, will be willing to do the work, to take the first step, oh God, that, Lord God, that they will believe in themselves and know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, oh God, that, Lord God, that they will know, oh God, and believe that there is a purpose and there is a plan and for their life, oh God, that every Experience, oh God, that they were allowed to go through was for a purpose, oh God, that it was not meant to kill them or to destroy them, oh God, or to keep them in a place of being stuck, oh God. Help them to be encouraged on tonight, oh God, to first love themselves, oh God, before they can love someone else, oh God. Help them to know that they are not the cause of their experience. Experiences, oh God, that help them to know, oh God, that they deserve better, oh God. Help them to know, oh God, that all they have to do is believe, oh God, and trust in your word, oh God, and know, oh God, that you are with them in the fire, oh God. You will carry them, oh God, and you will bring them out unsinned, oh God, unharmed and unhurt, oh God, that people will be amazed and people won't understand and people will be giving them the credit, oh God, but they will correct them and to say that God did this and it is your strength that is perfect in their weakness, oh God, that they won't take the credit for the things that you have done, oh God. Oh God, I speak blessings and prosperity and I speak peace, oh God, in the name of Jesus over every person that is on the on this blog talk radio, oh God, and every person that is connected to them, oh God. I say that there is no weapon, oh God. I decree today that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, oh God, that they shall be who you have called and purposed and planned them to be, oh God, that, Lord God, that you will bring them out, oh God, and they will come forth as pure gold, oh God. And for that, I say thank you, oh God. I speak over their children. I speak over their seed, oh God, that, Lord God, that their seed won't have to experience what they've gone through, all the hurt and all the pain and all the shame and all the guilt, oh God. I come against that with the blood of Jesus, oh God. I ask you, oh God, that your will in their lives shall be done, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, and that, Lord God, 
when it is all said and done, that you will be elevated, oh God, that the people will see you and none of them, oh God, that you would get the credit and you would get the glory, oh God. God, I thank you for every mother that is on the call, oh God, that is celebrating Mother's Day, oh God. Oh God, I thank you for every mother that is on the line that is a motherless daughter, oh God. Oh God, speak to their hearts, oh God. Meet their need, oh God. Fill the void, oh God. Oh God, if there is a man on the line who is a a motherless son, oh God, speak to his heart as well, oh God. Oh God, let them know that you are with them, oh God even unto the ends of the earth, oh God. Oh God, I thank you, oh God, for choosing me to speak on tonight, oh God. Oh God, I hope that you are pleased, oh God. I hope that I've said everything that you wanted me to say, oh God. I hope that everything that is spoken will fall on fertile ground. I declare and decree that it is so, oh God. And for that, we just want to say thank you, oh God. Oh God, we give your name all of the honor. All of the glory, oh God. We thank you for this ministry that is represented, oh God. That, Lord God, that you will bless evangelists, oh God, tonight, oh God. Oh God, that you will birth everything that you have impregnated her with, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, use her for your glory, oh God. Give her the boldness and authority that you have given her, oh God, that she will walk. Oh, God, and not be afraid, oh, God. She will speak, oh, God, as you lead and guide her to do, oh, God. Bless the work of her hands. These and all the things we ask in the mighty and the matchless name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. At this time, I just want to thank you for being on the show, and I truly count it a blessing and an honor. But before we close the show, we have one more caller. Caller, you are now on the line with the Inspirational Spotlight with Star and guest teacher, Minister Teresa Waters-Donson. Caller, are you on the line? Caller, are you on the line? Hello? Hello? We can hear you. Okay, this is Betty Murrow, and I'm calling um, uh, to to evangelist over to to say thank you because before I started with her on the prayer call, my life was I don't know, I said I was lost. But thanks to her and her ministry and her prayer call and prayer line, my life has changed tremendously. I have seen miracle after miracle perform because I used to have doubt. And she told me, be encouraged. Never have doubt because God will bring you through it. And, she, and the press just said, cast all your cares up unto him. And I want to say thank her because she is my inspiration. Amen. I count it a blessing. 
to have you on the line. Again, I take no credit. All the glory goes to God. And continue to stay encouraged and be motivated and know that I love you, Sister Betty. So at this time, if there's not any more calls, I want to thank each and every one of you all for, for tuning in tonight on the Inspirational Spotlight with star and feature guest, Minister Teresa Water-Duncan. Have a good night. God bless you, and may God keep you. Until next Sunday, I love you, and you can't do nothing about it.
Thank you for tuning in to the Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show with True Star, brought to you by Start Thinking Forward, Inc., Real Believers, Real People, Real Situations. The Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show with True Star is a show for men and women of all ages, for people that are searching for more out of life, solutions to their problems, and to develop a personal relationship with the Creator Himself, God. This show is designed for you to grow in your spiritual life with prayer and empowering you with inspirational messages. And we must not forget praise and worship. We will motivate you through personal testimony and guest appearances from different ministries around the world. If you would like to contact Kasabla Ogletree or reach out to our ministries, we can be reached by email at evangelistkasabla.com. Dot Ogletree at yahoo.com. That's evangelistcasabla.ogletree at yahoo.com. This powerful, phenomenal woman of God needs no special introduction. World-class evangelist, author, and poet, today is your day to begin a new walk with Christ and yourself. Welcome to the Inspirational Spotlight Radio Show.